Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the 25th episode of the Potter Podcast. I am Matthew Passy. Here at PodUp, I am focused on talking to podcasters, potential podcasters, and the folks who create services that support the podcasting community. This week, Doberman Dan is on the show. Now, you might recognize that name because we heard about him a few weeks ago when we spoke to Jonathan Rivera of the Podcast Factory. He actually produces this show. And the show for Doberman Dan is Off the Chains with Doberman Dan. It's available on iTunes. It's available on the thepodcastfactory.com. Now, it's important to note, Dan didn't really start as a podcaster. He's an internet marketing guru. But he really learned the benefits of digital audio from his friend Jonathan. Now, he's up to his 39th episode. His show features top-performing entrepreneurs and their lessons and secrets that they have for achieving prosperity, financial independence, time freedom, all that while building a lifestyle business. So you're definitely going to get a little bit of some tips about how to do that and how to succeed. And I think you're just going to find Dan to be a fascinating guy. Plus, he just has he just has a great sense about him. I think he's a really cool person. And, uh, you know, I hope uh, you're going to enjoy his chat. And hopefully we'll get him back on the show because he really just seems like a really great person to know. Now, before we get to Dan, a couple of weeks ago, I told you about my adventures at the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. I know I went on a few episodes. I, I might have a couple more coming up to talk about guests who were there. But I want to bring your attention. There's another regional event coming up. Uh, one of the folks who I met at MapCon uh, actually told me about it, and I really, really wish I could go. Uh, but unfortunately, I just I cannot get away that weekend. But DC PodFest is coming. It's going to be November 6th through 8th at the Wonder Bread Factory in Northwest Washington, D.C. You can go more information at dcpodfest.com. Now, it looks like they're going to have some really cool events, including how to... They're going to have people like live podcasting, something they're calling seven minutes in hell. The idea is you have uh, seven minutes to go up on stage and you know produce your podcast in front of the audience and let people talk about it. They're also going to have some uh, other cool events going on that day. And they're going to have some great speakers, some names that you might recognize, including our friend Ramona Rice. Yes, the sports gal pal is going to be one of the special guest speakers at DC PodFest. Now, other than the fact that this just sounds like it's going to be a great event, and I know one of the organizers, and I think they're going to do a great job, I just want to remind you again, these regional events are a fantastic way to boost your confidence, grow your network, and learn more about podcasting from other folks doing it. A lot of people said it, and, and even Dan gets into this. You know, this is a this is a thing that we do alone. We sit at our computers, we sit at home, or we go into a quiet studio. So it's it's it can be a very lonely endeavor. So it's really a good idea. Get out there, see what other folks are doing, talk to them, network, you know, tap their creativity, share your ideas, share theirs, be willing to give of your time, be willing to, you know, whatever you can do to help them, you're gonna get that back 
tenfold. So I encourage you to check out dcpodfest.com, November 6th to the 8th down in Washington, D.C. If I could be there, I would be, but I encourage you to go. All right, in the meantime, let us get to our chat with Doberman Dan. Enjoy. Joining us this week on the Pot Up Podcast is Doberman Dan. Now, you may recognize that name because a couple of weeks ago we had on the Podcast Factory's Jonathan Rivera. And Jonathan Rivera said, you know, you should definitely check out this guy. So he hosts Off the Chain, the Doberman Dan Show. You can find it at thepodcastfactory.com. Dan is a direct response entrepreneur and copywriter by day. You can learn more about him at dobermandan.com. So, Dan, thank you so much for coming on the Pod Up Podcast today. Pod Up, Matthew. I'm glad uh, to be here. <laughs> Pod Up, Dan. So, you know, I Jonathan sort of talked a little bit about how you got into podcasting, but from your perspective, what made you want to, you know, dive into doing digital audio versus you know, what appears to be a very successful marketing and copywriting business on the other, on the other side of your life. Well, I see the future and, uh, well, I, that's not true. If I did Ooh, see the future, a, yeah. I'd, I'd win the Powerball and you, you and I would probably never be talking, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the reality is so anybody who makes themselves available for services of any kind, a copywriter, a consultant, you're doing the positioning thang. Correct spelling on that is T-H-A-N-G. My mom was from Mississippi, so we got (laughs) to clear that up. It's not thing, it's thang. You're doing the positioning thang. It's all about positioning. So, you know, anything you can do to get exposure and help your expert positioning, well, it basically helps you get the best paying gigs. Plus, I mean, you know, that's part of it. But another thing is just wanting to share a lot of the entrepreneurial lessons and marketing lessons I've learned, unfortunately, the hard way. You know, share that with uh, uh, rookie entrepreneurs with the hope of saving them from all the disasters that I've had to go through. So when you first got approached to do a podcast, was your initial reaction, oh, you know, that's a great idea. That is a good way to build on my brand. Or did you first sort of scoff at it? Or did you have the reaction I get a lot of times, which is, what's a podcast? (laughs) I think I had all those reactions, Matthew. (laughs) Uh, So actually, I'd, I'd been studying podcasting. And like all my business decisions, they all seem to be uh, preceded by very little thought and planning, but lots of enthusiasm, or as I like to call it, ready, fire, aim. And I started a podcast and did it. It just looked easy, you know, just open up GarageBand, record. You know, I did it all myself. I didn't realize, you know, all the work behind it, the post-production and all the other stuff. So... That one didn't work out too well. Plus, I didn't know how to promote it. It didn't work out too well. So Jonathan Rivera approached me about him producing a podcast. My original one kind of crashed and burned and was dead at that point. So when he approached me, you know, my reaction was, hell yeah. (laughs) Especially when he said, I'll do all that stuff you don't want to do. All the post-production and all the planning and, you know, uh, 
I don't know how to, pro- I didn't know how to promote a podcast. So he said, you know, you just plan the topics and show up and record. So it sounded like a great deal. I, I was excited about it from the beginning. That's sort of in my world. I'm also trying to do that, which is produce podcasts for other, you know, clients, companies, brands, whatever. And I, I jokingly, when I approach them, I, I offer what I call the, I just want to talk into a mic package, which is exactly that. You want to talk into a mic. I'll take you from that recording session to being up on iTunes. And that sounds like is what you get from the podcast factory. Yes. And that's a great offer you make because unless somebody has done this, they have no idea the behind the scenes work. To me, it seems like a lot of work. Post-production alone is a lot of work. Now I'm a geek, man. I'm a musician and I've got logic on another computer and I, I know how to do all the audio work. But still, I don't want to do it. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And let alone, you know, the the syndication, all the little nitty gritty techie details you got to get right to, to, you know, show up right in iTunes and all that other stuff. It's a lot of work, man. So that's a great offer. So since, you know, I know that Jonathan is offering to do a lot of that other work for you, but you are doing a podcast now and you are, you know, gaining some traction what have you learned, you know, especially when you combine that with your other marketing skills, what have you learned about spreading the word about your podcast that others can, you know, absorb from you? Well, now I have to be transparent. As far as promoting a podcast, I still feel like a total rookie and I still defer to Jonathan Rivera on a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have learned a lot about promoting things in email and one of the the one of the things that makes my entire world go round that just is drives this whole machine is building an email list and having an email list to promote to. Now I had already been building an email list for that very reason, but uh, you know when we do a podcast episode, I send an email out to my list about it, and then Jonathan started also building an email list for people who find us through other means, um, you know, allowing them to opt into the list to get free transcripts of the show, get advanced notifications of the, of the new episodes. They get notified even before my list does. So for me, especially cause it's like my area of core competence, building an email list is just invaluable. Okay. Something that is, you know, clearly one of the tools that podcasters are told to do, but also probably a tricky one when, I guess it's tricky when all you have to offer is a podcast. It's a little easier when you have other value that you can give to folks. I agree. I definitely agree. And there's something, you know, that I could get better at. And that's using the social media stuff, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter and all that stuff. I'm actually going to have to have someone do that for me. I just simply don't have the time to do it myself. But I see the value in all that stuff too. So maybe I should say (laughs) when it comes to social media and promoting your podcast, perhaps it's uh, do as I say, not as I do presently. I live by that philosophy in a lot of ways in my life. (laughs) (laughs) So now on the flip side of things, like you said, you, you did this to, you know, sort of grow your brand and you find it interesting, but now that you are a regular podcaster, like, do you love that part of your life? Do you like the title? Do you, do you enjoy just having the ability to just sort of rap about whatever it is you want to talk about from week to week? I do. And it's been pretty exciting to find out, you know, 
that you're touching people's lives and there are people listening and they're getting the message. And, you know, I'm, I'm a dude who spends most of my time working alone in front of a computer. And I'm sure you can totally relate to that, Matthew. Absolutely. I'm working so, in front of two computers right now. <laughs> oh, you have my, you have my sympathy, man. Uh, you know, it's, we're just in our world, man. We're, we're doing our thing and we're producing various, uh, episodes or whatever it is we produce or, you know, writing stuff, we really don't get to see what's happening a lot of times. So it's been really cool meeting people at events or things like that. And people saying, Hey, I I listened to your podcast, man. I really enjoy your podcast. Hey, that episode about merchant accounts that really saved my butt or even more surprisingly, some guy I really respect and have looked up to for years (laughs) The other day told me, hey, I really enjoy your podcast. I'm like, holy smokes, this is actually working. People are really listening to this. Wow, that's that has to be a great feeling. So like, I, you know, I, I get a couple of notes here and there, you know, I'll get the retweet. But um, it, it's great to hear making a true impact on somebody. Yeah. And, you know, as a podcaster, you just do your thing. I mean, we mostly work in isolation. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Matthew. You just do your thing. That's better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we're like you said earlier before we hit the red button. We're not uh, trying to uh, fool people into thinking that we're in some studio in Las Vegas or something. You know, we're just here we are. I'm in my home. You're in your home. And we're just quietly working at home and hoping that the message gets out there. So it is exciting when you get feedback from people. All right. So in doing this, what are what are some of the things that you have learned along the way that if you can go back and start it all over again or, you know, somebody comes up to you and says, I love your podcast. I want to do it. Like what's what's some of the advice you'd give to the the next up and coming person? Hmm. Well, if I could start all over again, I would probably not drop the F bomb anymore. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I let that slip out a few times when I was really passionate and ranting, but you know, whatever we get, Jonathan got, he put the explicit rating on our show. Uh, but you know what? I don't want to offend anybody. I really don't. And I realize that word in particular can offend people. Luckily it appears that the folks who listen to my podcast are pretty cool and nobody's freaked out about it, but I know that sounds silly. I really, I wouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not doing it any, any more recently, too. But no, I understand. Once you once you have that explicit label on the feed, you know, there's, you can do it per episode, but you can also have it on your feed. You do, you know, there's a chance that you could eliminate some of your potential audience because they see the word entrepreneur, business, you know, and things like that when they're searching and they come up on you and then they see explicit like, I, I don't need a dirty podcast. I need a business. So I, I can understand that. Especially... A young person, yeah, maybe some 15-year-old kid who's struggling to find his way in the world, <laughs> like probably most of us were when we were 15. Yep. You know, I would love to be a virtual mentor to, to someone like that. And if that explicit rating has driven any, anyone away like that, I really regret, regret that. So woulda, shoulda, coulda, that's one thing I do differently. One thing I did screw up on the first podcast that I did by myself 
was not understanding. Uh, I still don't understand it, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, iTunes uh, regulations or rules of getting in new and noteworthy. But I know one of the things is I just started um, that original podcast, I think doing a show maybe every couple weeks or so. So when I launched, it was like, boom, one episode and then nothing for a few weeks and then another one. And when Jonathan uh, had us launch the second new and improved podcast, uh, we had a whole ton of episodes under our belt. And so he did the voodoo magic that got us into iTunes new and noteworthy, like within by the third day, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I mean, for those, for those listening who aren't sure the new and noteworthy, it's that top section of the podcast store and it features typically it features folks podcasts in the first three months of their feed. And it's based the, the, there's an algorithm for determining who gets up there, but it's a combination of downloads, subscribers, uh, and folks who rate and review your podcast. And so if you've only put up one episode, well, there's only one thing to go on. So you can, you know, you can only person can only give you one download or if they like what they hear, they're going to be like, well, I, I want more. And then by the time you put up a second one, they may have forgotten about you. So, but if you start with three or five episodes, they listen to your first one, they like it. Boom. Now they're going to listen to the other, other ones that you've put up there. It makes them a little bit more endeared to you, a little bit more um, loyal to you. And plus, you know, now that one download is five downloads instead of just, you know, the single episode. Absolutely. One more thing I will share that I, I wish I would have, I wish I would have gotten this right from the beginning, but I, I think, I hope I got it right now. So you got to be genuine. I mean, obviously I'm not a professional speaker. I think that is probably blatantly obvious, but I don't think it is. You have a, you have a very soothing, you have a good voice for radio. Well, thank you. Uh, I've had people tell me I have a good face for radio, but <laughs> well, we uh, all do. <laughs> when I listened to some of the older episodes, just the energy level wasn't there. Like I was sitting down when I recorded them. Maybe it's just me. I can hear a difference. Like t today I'm speaking with you. I'm standing up. Um, uh, okay. And some of those original episodes, it just seemed like the energy was low. And I'm I'm not saying to be a phony like, hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Hey, you're good to see you. Like, you, know? <laughs> you got to be yourself. But and I discovered this writing my newsletter, too. It took me about a year to find my voice in my written newsletter. You, Of course, be genuine, be yourself. But you kind of have to be an amplified best version of yourself. You got to show up as the best version of yourself, which means, you know, you you're on top of your game. You're excited. You're anxious to share stuff with people. You know, people can hear the enthusiasm in your voice. It's, it is not a novel concept to anybody who has ever been on a first date. It's like every time you record a podcast, I believe it needs to be like you're on your first date. Okay. You're on your first date with somebody that you want to impress that you want to have additional dates with. You know, you don't pick your nose and burp and fart in front of them. You know, that, that, that's date two. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you do that after you got married, but okay, for you, Matthew, it's date two. But you know what I'm saying? Just show up as your best self. I, I, it took me 
several episodes to figure that out. All right, that's pretty sound advice. We are chatting with Doberman Dan, host of Off the Chain from the Podcast Factory. You can learn more about the show at podcastfactory.com or check out Dan's site, DobermanDan.com. Now, Dan, everyone who comes on, I like to ask them a couple of standard questions as it relates to the world of podcasting. So I know I know Jonathan handles a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to producing your show, but is there any tech or any other changes, services, Things that you'd like to see done differently that would help you as a podcaster, other than maybe Jonathan working harder? Just kidding, Jonathan. Yeah, You're doing I, a good I, job. <laughs> I do like that idea of making Jonathan work harder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the, the extent of my technical involvement, I think, was getting this, this mic, this Audio-Technica AT2020, which I think sounds pretty cool. Um that's about the extent of it. He, he, I mean, I record on podcast. Here's how Jonathan and I do it, which I thought was, at first I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be a pain in the butt. Um, but now that I've been doing it, I see the value in it. He calls me on the phone and I've got GarageBand open and, you know, we sync up, we, we sync the audio and I just record my audio on GarageBand while he and I are talking on the phone. Then I send him that audio file and then he does all the post-production stuff. So, I mean, it's tech-wise, it's pretty simple for me. I know how to use GarageBand, and, and I know how to do that stuff. And anything more detailed than that, <laughs> I just let the podcast factory do it. Okay. And then I know you also said uh, earlier that you studied podcasts, and so I imagine you consume a lot of them. Are there any podcasts now that you – you have to listen to, you know, as you're waiting each week for the next episode to come out and that you just, you can't wait to hit play on them, man. There's a bunch. I have to tell you the, the, the thing that's limiting right me right now is, is just free time. I've, I've really committed someone say overcommitted to a lot of things and my time is extremely limited. I'm almost reluctant to start mentioning them because I could, like mention a ton of podcasts that I really enjoy. I'll just, the first ones that pop to mind are the James Altucher podcast. Mm, he's good. Which doesn't surprise me because I love everything he writes too. Yeah. Uh, um, also, you know what I found really instructional? I, the Adam Carolla podcast. Um, I, I guess his podcast is really popular. He's got a ton of listeners and I kept hearing about it, hearing about it until I finally listened to it. I thought it was going to be a nonstop yuck fest because he's a funny dude. Um, he's a really good podcaster, man. I've, of course, he's funny, but it's not, you know, all out comedy. I mean, there's a lot of really good content and he he brings up some really good issues. I It was totally not what I expected, but I was blown away with how good it is. That's yeah. You know, I, I don't think I've heard anyone else say that. And I've sort of hemmed and hawed about listening to it because, you know, I expect it to just be funny. And like you, I don't have a ton of time to listen to podcasts. Um, and, you know, I have the ones that I do want to listen to. But now that you say that, maybe I'll go back and listen to a few and see, see you know, the sort of insight he's providing along with just the yucks. Well, I got the feeling that there was a lot more to him when I heard him interviewed on the Ultra podcast. And that's when I actually first checked it out. So I like that. There's uh Oh, holy smokes. I shouldn't have started. I shouldn't have started. I like Ben Settles podcast. You know, Ben, 
Well, he is uh, another one of the podcast factory folks, and yeah, we'll so, we'll definitely be a guest here on Pot Up in the coming weeks. He's a friend, so you know he and I have the the what you hear on the podcast that really is Ben. <laughs> when I speak <laughs> to him on Skype or on the phone, he he talks just like that. He goes on rants like that. So you know, I enjoy listening to his podcast. It, it reminds me of our conversations. There's a ton of others, but I guess I'll stop there. I hope I haven't slighted anybody by not mentioning their podcast. Well, there's so many. It's, it's tough to get to them all. But no, that's that's a pretty good list of shows to be checking out. And and like I said, uh, we are going to try and get Ben settled here on the Pot Up Podcast. So folks who are hearing this, uh, you know, go go start previewing him now so you're ready for his episode. And, and really, uh, I want to just quickly point out the thing that Dan said that's so important is podcasters going on other podcasts you know you knew who adam carolla was and you might have even known he had a podcast but you didn't really think about listening to him until you heard him on another one that you enjoyed being the james altucher one and so something to keep in mind is that if you're a podcaster and you're worried about your exposure and you want to get more you know go out there and network yourself and be willing to invite other podcasters onto your show and be willing to go on theirs uh, it's a great way to endear yourself to a completely new audience. And so we want to, first of all, thank you, Dan, very much for coming on, talking about your thing, which is off the chain, the Doberman Dan show. You can learn more about him at the podcastfactory.com. You can also look it up on iTunes. Just start typing in off the chain and it'll pop up there. Also, if you want to check out the core of what Dan does, uh, which is if you want help with your internet marketing, your banner ads, your SEO, all of those all of those things that are really important to getting noticed on the web and getting your content spread out there. If you want to learn more about that, go to DobermanDan.com. And again, we just want to thank Doberman Dan for taking time out of his really busy day to join us here on the Pot Up Podcast. Thanks, Dan. The pleasure was mine, Matthew. I appreciate you inviting me. Oh, great chat with Doberman Dan. I love the way he uses thang when talking about the stuff that he does and what he loves. Lots of great advice for improving your exposure, making it easier for you to get found. And look, we're going to keep tracking the folks at the Podcast Factory. As we were saying to Dan, like we're hoping to get on Ben Settle in the coming weeks. And I mean, it, it's got to be good because so far we're two for two. Jonathan was great. Dan was great. Um, so I think we'll definitely, you know, we're going to work hard to get Ben on here. And I think you're going to like him as well once again it's off the chains the doberman dan show if you type off the chains you'll find it on itunes or go to thepodcastfactory.com also a quick reminder we mentioned earlier if you live in or around the dc area make sure you're checking out dcpodfest.com that information dcpodfest.com the event is coming up november 6th through the 8th in Washington, D.C. Now, just a heads up, there might not be a pod up next week. I am actually moving. Um, So, you know, I I have stuff already lined up. I have the interviews ready to go, but with moving, packing, unpacking, everything going on, it, it just may be too much to get an episode out there. So I apologize if I do not get an episode up the week of, I believe that's going to be, well, today's this. So we're talking around the 20th. There might not be an episode of Pot Up, but I promise another one will come the following week. In the meantime, please keep checking out the Hillary Barsky Show. 
H-I-L-A-R-I-E, Bar Sky, The Hillary Barsky Show. And thank you, as always, for tuning into the Pot Up Podcast. Make sure you follow it on Twitter, at Pot Up Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check it out on SoundCloud. You can go to potuppodcast.com. And if you are hearing this and you're getting into podcasting, you've been into podcasting, you are launching services, technology, or anything to support the podcasting community, you're launching an event like our friends at DC PondFest, I'd love to have you come on the show and talk about it with me. You can contact me through Pot Up Podcast on Twitter or go to my production website. That's mpassyproductions.com. M is in Matthew, P is in Peter, A-S-S-Y productions.com. As always, thank you so much for listening and Pot Up, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.